Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to the show, and today we talk about something very important. A lot of people don't think about, especially if you're younger. Estate planning. As Chadwick Bozeman in that story unveiled, this is very important. First, a quick word from our sponsor. A credit union that offers Bitcoin? Give me five. For a limited time only, get $5 of free Bitcoin through the Southland Credit Union app. Enrollment is quick and easy. There's no hidden fees, and you can conveniently fund Bitcoin purchases directly from a Southland account. Claim your free crypto today by going to thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland. Bitcoin accounts and services provided by NIDIG. Not NCUA insured. Restrictions apply to Bitcoin bonus. See terms. And don't forget to check out thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland to sign up. All right, now back to the show. Okay, so although Chadwick Bozeman had already established a successful acting career, he became a household name, of course, after portraying the character Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Initially introduced by the 2016 film Captain America, Bozeman went on to star in 2018's Black Panther, considered one of the highest-grossing films of all time. Black Panther meant so much to so many, so when Bozeman passed away at age 43, many fans were just in complete disbelief. Bozeman was insanely private in all areas of his life, with only a few outside his family knowing of his illness. Bozeman even married his wife in a secret ceremony before his passing. One thing the star did not do, however, was file a will or trust. When one dies in the state of California, the majority of your estate can go to your spouse through a spousal property partition. But since most of his estate was only in his name, his estate ended up in probate through the court system. Ugh. With his estate only recently settled, one is left wondering, am I too young to file a will or create a trust? Couples should have these discussions, no matter how difficult they are or how unlikely death seems. Financial coach Elise Jackson knows firsthand how difficult the passing of a spouse can be. At age 36, she faced the unimaginable. Her husband, Mike, passed away suddenly at age 44. Mike, a triathlete in excellent health, suffered a carotid dissection which caused him to have a stroke. During surgery to help prevent further damage, he experienced a massive brain hemorrhage. And here's what she shares. We were fortunate enough that we had recently become debt-free the year before Mike passed. We had also established an emergency fund, which was a blessing to me. That meant Jackson could access cash quickly because most of their accounts were joint and she already had an idea of how to navigate the estate. Many aren't so lucky. In a survey given by wiserwomen.org, 26% of widows surveyed said they had difficulty locating bank accounts and investments in having access to them. Most bad situations stem from two people not being on the same page. So the next steps are crucial. Forrest Baumhover, CFPEA, has worked with many widows throughout his financial planning career and shares that the number one mistake is that there is no communication between partners. A spouse automatically assumes the other one has taken care of it, and then is surprised to learn that they haven't. 
I've also experienced firsthand that the male spouse does not always die first. My mom passed away when I was a freshman in high school and left my dad widowed at age 34. I couldn't imagine having to deal with me alone at age 15. And neither could my dad. He sent me away to live with relatives who ended up financially abusing me. I'm not saying this would have entirely been avoidable, but it would have been helpful if they had a plan in place. So, what are the crucial next steps you should take if you find yourself in this situation? Get through the immediate future, funeral, memorial service, paying immediate bills, etc. Major financial decisions await. Ensure you have attained copies of your loved one's death certificate. You will need this to navigate account access and learn more about your benefits through your spouse's employer and social security office. Notify financial providers of their passing. After paying for the immediate things like a memorial service and cremation, I worked to notify creditors of his death. That's what Baumhover says. You'll want to call life insurance providers, checking and savings accounts, and any investments your loved one holds. Try to make a financial plan for at least the next three to six months. You need to make a game plan to help navigate the immediate future. That might mean reviewing your budget and ensuring access to all financial resources, such as checking accounts and life insurance policies. Since there might be a significant dip in income, you might need to make immediate changes to ensure your basic needs are met, such as shelter, food, and transportation to and from work. Too many widows are forced to sell their homes and move while grieving, which is just another trauma. That's what Jackson shares. So take care of any financial cleanup. Jackson shares that she retitled her husband's car and filed a new deed on their house. For any things where he was the sole guarantor, such as medical bills, I sent copies of his death certificate to have the bills written off. She also shares she provided his death certificate to take care of miscellaneous arrangements made before her husband's death, such as travel. People assume if they're married, their spouse will automatically get the entire estate. You don't need to wait until your significant other passes away to take immediate action now. In fact, you can actually do a lot to prevent your significant other from additional heartache and stress starting now. Courtney Richardson is an estate attorney who shares financial wisdom through her platform, The Ivy Investor. Sees mistakes like the one mentioned earlier. Many states like California and Pennsylvania provide that children or parents, if no children, split the money with the surviving spouse. She also shares that every state is different regarding distributing assets to minors. Unless it's written down, it doesn't exist. It's not just the spouse and children who can be affected by the lack of estate planning. An adult family member you care for can be left in the dust. State law does not typically account for other people who rely on the person who died for support. This situation would only add fuel to the fire when your family is grieving. Proper planning with an estate attorney and a life insurance policy can help close the gaps. Richardson advises that the first crucial step is to develop a plan for your stuff, a.k.a. your estate. Work with an attorney specializing in estates to put the plan to paper, which includes probate and non-probate assets. You'll also want to revisit your plan whenever there is a significant change in your life. A major change could be the addition of a child, a change in marital status, or a substantial change in your financial assets like a windfall. Checking once a year at tax time, 
helps ensure that your wishes are where you want them to be. All the experts we quoted today recommend making sure you have shared accounting information with your significant other. This means not only accounts you may have at the bank, but other accounts such as investments and life insurance policies. Ensure you have the correct beneficiary information so your loved one can easily access your assets to get through the next few months. You should also make sure that in case of a death, your loved one has access and directions to everything needed to run the household smoothly. Account information for utilities, living arrangements, and other services should be kept in a binder or shared in a shared electronic file. Items to include could also be any arrangements for children, such as daycare pickups, medical providers, and school information. And the biggest thing? Remember to breathe. Jackson says, if you find yourself in this situation, focus on waking up every day and putting one foot in front of the other. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Contact a professional if you need help navigating your finances. Part of the healing journey when losing a loved one is giving yourself time to grieve. Don't let it be shortened by lack of estate planning. Your family needs you too. And that is our show for today. A little bit of a different mood, I know, but this is so important, we had to focus on it for just a little bit. Please, check out thecollegeinvestor.com to dive in a little bit deeper and find out where you can go in the next steps so that you can avoid some of these issues if the unforeseeable circumstance should happen. Thanks again for stopping by today. Again, the website is thecollegeinvestor.com. We'll talk to you again real soon.